Imagine a woman telling me about technology. Wow, uh, really? That's how we got. That's how we starting off, huh? We starting off with this. Okay. No. Yeah, so y'all, y'all lucky. I checked my misogyny this season, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. You know what I'm Noted. <laughs> All right, so so on a random Wednesday, it was supposed to be Tuesday, but on a random Wednesday, we decided to come together as the crew of the BLC pod, the Black Lives Shadow podcast. You know, it's been a full week, to be honest. Some of us are probably suffering from withdrawal um, in terms of not being able yes. to talk our talk. Uh, so that's one of the, the key motivations for us to be here. I think the other one is if you listen back to the show, uh, there might be segments or topics that we spoke on that we might want to kind of, you know, retch back around, maybe walk some things back or, you know, we got some updates or whatever. Um, and so that was the other one. And then number two, number three, uh, yeah, man, there's some more stuff happening in the world. You know what I'm saying? When we ended the last season, um, you know, the whole puffy thing, a lot of stuff was just kind of breaking. There was more news and more things that developed. Mm-hmm. That's just one example. So, you know, it's just another excuse for us to talk our talk. So I know we'll have some people tapping in with us, um, either in the live, maybe some people will see this in recording. This is our first one. We're doing it via Twitter. So all the Twitter fam out there, uh, was happening, um, YouTube as well. And Facebook, uh, we ain't really share this shit. So we just kind of organically, coming together on a random Wednesday uh, to talk our talk, man. So how are y'all doing? No script, by the way. We ain't pre-pro this shit, nothing. We just coming in here free balling. Uh, <laughs> and apparently hot, because you see my colors That's all okay. off, apparently. Like, I just got a good five minutes of just being talked about my coloring being off because my lighting was too hot. So, um, Jay, I appreciate the looking out for, you know, sending gotcha. me that information. Um, Nick. We started early. I see that now. But I appreciate you checking um, checking that in the season, you know, or kind of sort of maybe checking it. And so oh, I appreciate you, sir. I mm. look. Listen, no, heart, no, no, heart, no. There's no copy heart, please here. There's heart, no copy heart, please heart. here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's no copy please here. And apparently you reached out to Keisha Chavis too from Outfit Choice. <laughs> no. For this episode. What? Like <laughs> This is just a romper. We don't this believe it till you stand up. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> put, a, put a one in the chat if if SNA was giving uh, you the cave spot. This is a pro. <laughs> first of all, it's you made an SNM romper. We're not going to revisit no damn SNM bones. There's there is no SNM bones. Uh, however, if there's anybody out there who want to become SNM bones, please feel free to do so. Shoot us like ten percent or so about that yeah. the whole podcast um, for stealing that name. You know, so by, by all means, SNM yeah. bones. Did he say take that? Take that. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I oh, hear Diddy you. said a whole lot of things to include daddy. Uh, I don't know who he was talking to. Maybe Meek Mill. I don't know. It was a lot of folks he was calling daddy. So, you know, and they was calling him daddy. Oh, daddy. see, I just, okay. So before we, obviously you want to just jump right into it. Everybody good though? Oh, yeah. like, you good? Oh, okay, we're already good. Day. Huh? Yeah, Jay, man, how are you doing? the weekly recap? <laughs> you say the regular episode. Uh, all right. I, listen, I will tell you, uh, I am not doing great. Uh, I think I've given up on Turkey Day. Um, Thanksgiving was an epic fail. Uh, wow. We had like three families over. Uh, we had some guest cooks, and uh, everything that I didn't cook was nasty. Um, I only made the. T- <laughs> I'm just hey, I'm keeping the bean. 
I cut, I made the turkey, right? I made a turkey. Someone else brought another turkey that looked like a science, science fiction experiment went wrong. You know, when they teleport something and they come back inside out, right? It don't even look like the animal it was at first. That was yeah. the turkey, man. I didn't know it was a turkey. I thought, anyway, long story. Uh, shoot, the, the dressing had the consistency of fruitcake. Okay. The mashed potatoes were sour. The mac and cheese didn't really seem like it had a lot of cheese, right? The, the, the collard greens didn't taste right. Um, what else? Um, mm. It was something else. Oh, the, 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 the sweet potato pie. Uh, my daughter says the, the, the taste of it was like the aftertaste when you throw up that little bile thing. That's what the pie tastes like. It was not, it, look, I don't even like patty pies. It was worse than that. It was bad. So I go on Instagram, right? Cause I'm gonna live vicariously through other people, right? Looking at their Thanksgiving, man, it was failures all around. It's some stuff I didn't know people's out there making, like cornbread salad. What is, have y'all heard of that before? Cornbread salad? Mm-mm. No, okay. Anyway, no, for uh, the record, yeah. I did oh. have corn yes? pudding. I had corn pudding for the first time. I didn't know what the hell corn pudding was, but I, I had it for the pudding. first time. Is it I like that? Cornbread salad? I heard a corn pudding, no, but yeah, that's yeah, so crazy. That's my I don't thing. know how you Thanksgiving make cornbread was salad. Not great. Wow, wow. No, they should unless the cornbread was they like should. giant croutons. I mean, that's, I'm just trying to figure out how do you how do you how do you do that. I'm, I'm creative. There wasn't even no lettuce in the salad. Okay, then, yeah. I mean, I mean, but you got potato yeah. salad. It doesn't have lettuce in it. So you're saying it was a complete? Uh, I mean, the way true. you made it sound, it, it was a complete. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was disgusting. Good. Like, it, do a search on it. It was nasty. And then, yeah, it was, it was nasty. You know, there was only Wait, one person I saw it? who had a worse one. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll I post it on, on my, I'll, I'll, I'll repost the, uh, the clip. I know we're not doing clips because we're live or whatever, but yeah, I'll repost it yeah. on the uh, Black Lives Chatter or do a link to it, whatever. I'll let y'all, you know, see it. It's, it's terrible though. I got it. Anyway, whew, that was my, that was, that's my takeaway from the Thanksgiving week. What you guys got? Oh, I mean, I didn't do much. Honestly, I was sick. So it was just me, the wife and, and Shorty. Um, we it was the most low key things get out given I probably had in a long time, um, and uh, you know first of all when you celebrate giving thanks year round Thanksgiving just doesn't have that same type of punch to it so it's just another day in, in the household of us, um, so but I think I got sick on real sick on Monday got a little bit better on Tuesday so by the time Thanksgiving rolled around I was thankful for feeling better how about that right I was like oh my God, I feel a lot better, um, like- and but the wifey was sick. And so, but she still got up, you know what I'm saying? And made it do what it do, um, putting together a little meal, you know, like a real woman, you know what I'm saying? Pushing through, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really appreciate the the matriarch that she is in our household under the governance of my- Kudos program. to you. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do kudos to the wife. Kudos to the wife for holding it down, even while sick. That's what we uh, do. Translation. That's what I, was I, I didn't cook nothing. She did all the work. Yeah, yeah. That's straight now. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, she, I mean, she's the real MVP. I don't mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yes, she is. Shout out to all the real MVPs out there. I know they make it seem like it's hard for y'all, but y'all were born for greatness, so I don't understand what the problem is. You got this, queen. You just got to find your king. But anyways, let's... <laughs> SM. Speaking of of uh, a woman doing her thing during Thanksgiving, what did you do? What did you do for Thanksgiving? So we actually went to go visit somebody for Thanksgiving. Um, I was actually hoping to host this year because we hosted last year. And but we're also of the mind where we give thanks every day, anyways. And so Thanksgiving was great. 
um, I got to bring the candy yams and then I came home and ended up cooking a, a separate meal because my husband had bought a fried turkey from a friend. And I said, but you knew we were going to your cousin. And he was like, yeah, but his fried turkey be good. So let's just say that I ended up recooking a Thanksgiving meal, a minor one, um, back at the house. And um, it drove me crazy because some of the stuff wasn't readily available um, for the banana pudding, for example. And I was so pissed. So I literally just made banana pudding today just because I already had all the ingredients and was missing one item. And so in our household, apparently the Thanksgiving continues to give because we got a whole fried turkey still sitting in the refrigerator that we just mm. started cutting up and carving. And so I don't eat meat like that as in, well, why eat fish? So anyways, um, so it was good. Everybody enjoyed it. Um, I had fun. So, but next year I'm looking forward to where we may host it. We hosted, they hosted. It was cool. Normally we stay the night um, or we try to, but we didn't this year. So it was fun. But um, kudos to the wife for holding it down while somebody was sick doing his kingly duties, apparently. Kingly duties. Let me stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, killing yeah. himself. Let me clear the air. My wife did not cook this Thanksgiving. We had a lot of guest cooks who were renowned for their skill. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, it, it went where it went. You know what I'm saying? Because my wife's macaroni and cheese is busting. You know what I'm saying? But she didn't make it. So that's what it is. I just didn't want to leave it out there. You know, I had all these wives doing great things for Thanksgiving. I don't want y'all to feel like my wife didn't step up. All right. <laughs> she so did. One year, one year we actually went to like Mexico, I think, and nobody cooked. And it was funny because the hotel or whatever, they had like this whole little cute Thanksgiving meal. So listen, man, you know, you don't got to be cooking to be a, a good woman and a good wife, although that is part of, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of bitches out here don't even know how to cook. Talking about they want a real man. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. so here's the question. Here's the question. Okay. And we speaking of cooking, because there is a, such a difference between cooking and fixing. Mm-hmm. And so are you cooking or are you fixing? Because some of these folks are not cooking. They just fixing. If you throw it in the microwave, you're fixing. Some of them ain't even doing oh, that. that. I'm out here to break that it. reminds me. I got to post this other clip I saw, guys. There was this lady. She starts out going, I got so much work to do Thanksgiving. I don't have any time. I wish somebody would help me. Yo, her whole Thanksgiving came out of a can. Her ham was spam. I, I'm going to post that one too. It was, it was the nastiest thing you've ever seen. It was, it was, it was. At least you tried. Fact, I, 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 I go back and eat. Tried, no, 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 no. You got, when, when you see it, you'll be like, you know what, ma'am? No, ma'am. You should cater. I'm just saying. Get some okay. Time. What I'm saying no, is got, the bar is in hell. That's what I'm saying. The bar is in hell, my brother. Okay. I don't think you understand. What Which I'm is saying. why it's great the when the, the husbands participate in yeah. cooking because oh, why sure. not share the responsibilities? You know, my husband I mean, cooks greens. He makes on, great greens. I don't even like greens, but he makes great greens. He does the turkey. He does mm-hmm. the dressing sometimes. Not all the times, but one thing he'll always do is, is them greens because <laughs> he don't trust me to make the greens. I ain't going to lie. That's a shame. You know, Justin, he said I'm from but the north. That's a fact. So, oh, wow. So he said he needs southern greens. Wow. And, and you're no, tickled no, about greens. <laughs> so, so I'm right. laughing about it because I don't even eat greens. So it was like, and no that was the first thing. That's a shame. <laughs> he, was like, mm-hmm. he, was, he was like, wait, you don't eat greens? 
And so he almost revoked my black card, to be honest. And um, but then he discovered that even though I don't eat greens, I do eat a lot of other things at that time. But anyways, moving on past that. Yeah. Okay. good. Now that, you know, I mean, I didn't think they were going to be debiting your black card so early in the conversation. Finding out that she's on two greens. So thank you for that. Hey, my husband's greens are the best. He get requested Aww. by other folks to bring his greens because they are the best. You. I appreciate you. Is your, black card, is your black card green certified? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> Look, so, different certifications on the black card. Okay. If you're not certified for greens, that's why I should have told people when they cook this this year. She'll be like, Look, if you're not certified for uh mashed potatoes, ma'am, don't make mashed potatoes. If that's not on your black card, don't do that. Don't do that. Let's just stick yeah, to but mashed potatoes wouldn't be a black card thing. I mean, there's, yeah. there's so many different sections of the black card. There's cultural sections, like that's true. You know, certain movies and stuff. And that's so that's mm-hmm. you know, that's true. maybe there's different expressions, you know, if you're a well rounded black, you know. You kinda, a well rounded black. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so to listen, man. Listen, because I can see, I can see where this episode is going, and, and we going. Oh yeah, we we may answer. Where's the disclaimer? Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a good point. I don't even know. Matter of fact, you know, I don't think we've said anything crazy right now. So let me see if I can find it just in case, and then we'll just go ahead and do that before we start talking to our talk. The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed by us are ours and do not reflect those of our employers, co-workers, family, or friends. While we have conversations about various topics, any mentions of drugs, sex, religion, politics, and the like that offends anyone should be considered satire and for entertainment purposes only. And yes, we can get a little toxic. So if you're easily triggered, have unresolved trauma, can't take a joke, or don't enjoy adult conversations, you've been warned. Listener discretion is advised. We hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, man, my bad, Jay. I think you got you got cut off by the disclaimer. He was like, yeah. It was good. <laughs> it, it was good. It was good. It saved me. Thank you. <laughs> you I'm about know, to say some- You know, got to play it early on. I think I... Yeah, I mentioned the whole misogyny thing. But anyway, so part of what I was saying earlier, too, was like, you know, from the first season, we covered a lot of different topics. There was one that I think I saw a comment on, and they were like, you guys do know Angela Simmons and Yo Gotti are still together, right? Like, apparently, they're still doing their thing, right? Shout out to Angela Simmons because she's graced the the thumbnail of some of our more popular shows. Apparently, people are really into what she got going on. Um, it was like, oh my God, I can't believe you got old heads. We want people to be broke up so bad. So I just want to start off by saying that we were just dealing with the news in real time, or at least what was being reported by the blogs. Um, and, uh, Hey, if, if they're still together, God bless them. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. Yeah, and, um, if they make it to season two, you know, we'll talk about their asses again, if necessary. Right. Yeah. We don't know these people, man. We were just talking our talk. Uh, yes, right. and, uh, that was the case at the moment, but apparently they were able to reconcile and, uh, we wished them nothing but the best and, uh, thoughts and prayers. Um, and he's right. right. So that was just the first one that kind of came to mind. Were there any other, uh, topics that we covered that we wanted to go back on and maybe comment on or, or whatever before? 
Well, you know, remember you called out the whole Snoop thing and you were like, yeah, I'm not really believing this thing. You called it, I think, a smoke screen or whatever, right? So, um, which is sad because when Snoop said he was going to stop smoking, I was like, shoot, me too, bro. And then he quit quitting. And I'm like, damn, what do I do? But I think I'm still going to wrap it up and and uh, and then cut off the uh, cigars. So uh, if you see me smoking in person, shut up. Okay, it's my life. I do what I want to do. Um, but uh, yeah, Tem- Snoop said he was high when he posted that, which is uh, now, now it gets silly because either you were like promoting something and this is your clever marketing or you were high and you just completely forgot you were supposed to be promoting something and you just said some stuff. And so I'm a little confused. So I don't know if we should walk that back or if he walked that back. I'm not sure where that lands. But uh, yeah, that was the other thing. I did, I did say, right, because of the wording that maybe he was transitioning to smokeless product. And I think that was part of the marketing. So, you know, hey, shout out to Snoop, man. I, and, and I did also mention he loves using his brand and making money and marketing and all that good stuff. And that's exactly what he did. I saw people commenting like, oh, my God, that was brilliant. That was genius. Um, it was. But, I mean, you know, Snoop's been doing his thing for a long time. So, yeah. But, hey, Jay, I, I encourage you, my brother, if you want to stop, we should stop. You know, I'm, I'm with you and I'm going to try to support you any way that I can. I will concur with that. And I also will support medicinal I'm smoking. So if you yeah. please feel free for medicinal purposes, um, right. don't Cataract. take that. And, you know, so <laughs> and I also want to say that I didn't believe Snoop in the first place because um, dog is a dog world. He was like, to the day I die, don't ask mm-hmm. why. He had to say it with such conviction. <laughs> I was like, no way in hell this is that he's doing this. But if you are. Kudos to you. What type of cigars do you smoke? Is it the Cuban cigars? Is it the, like, what type of cigars you smoking? I got some. Uh, I, I tried Cubans. I was disappointed. Uh, I actually got them from Cuba, too, when I was there. And I really didn't like them. It was crazy. Uh, it was dry. It was bad quality. Um, no, nah, I was smoking like, uh, I hate to plug them, but you know, I was smoking like some acid Cuba Cubas, right? And then my favorite was like cloves, right? I got on the cloves way back in Florida State and then just kind of picked it up because I like the smell, like how smooth it was. So a clove looks like a cigarette, but it's really a cigar. Uh, but yeah, yeah. And, you know, but I, I, yeah, I'm going to let it go. I might still vape, though. I'm working on that. You know what I'm saying? Pray for me. Well, I'm just going to say that uh, we have a cousin who also sells cigars. If you ever decide not to give it up, his name is Mike. Wow, wow. That's that's the opposite of encouraging him Support. to quit. What's that? That's <laughs> the opposite. Of- I said, let me, wow. me fall off the wagon. You know, I said, let okay. me help a brother out. You know, cool. such a good family. You know, such a good within the family and at the same time promote a black um, product. But um, anyways, though, no, seriously, though, kudos to you if you um, if you're able to do so. I heard the first week, the first day is the hardest. So, are you going cold turkey? You got the little nicotine patch? Like, wh- what you got going on? I'm just no, curious. No, I don't do the patches. Uh, I be going cold turkey. It, you know, if I, if I can keep my stress level down, right, then I'm good. Um, because it's I've, I've broken the habit of it where you got to smoke after a meal, you got to smoke when you drink or whatever, whatever. I've broken that that aspect of the habit. Now it's really just like sometimes a brother be forgive me, Whitney. I'll be waiting to exhale. Oh, that sounded cold. My bad. That's really not going to play well because she deceased. I'm sorry. But anyway, uh, I was doing a shout out to the movie. But anyway, long story short, I just want to, you know, what I'm saying exhale. That's what I'm saying. And so uh, for that purpose, sometimes, you know, they get a little head to brother just want to take a deep breath. So I smoke a cigar, but I can, you know, it's all good. I find other ways. Maybe I'll meditate or something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. So, so talk about this other update. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going to stay ahead, on bro. task. 
That's just what I, I do. <laughs> I had a conversation that I wanted to revisit. Okay, that I well, made. Then, well, cool, cool. Oh, well, since, you spent, since, since you spent your time um, following up with Jay smoking, I just right. quickly get Jay off the wagon. Yeah, get Jay off the wagon and promoting your <laughs> your cousin and them's cigar brand. No, no, no. Cigar brand. Just because I was talking about couples who apparently did not split up, or if they did, they came back together. I saw Tamar Braxton, I think, at the uh, the Falcons game with her ex boo. You know what I'm saying? I think we had reported early on that they had broken up. She was with the white dude. And, I, and and in fact, that was the birth of the Goldie voice. Like, hey, Tamar, it's home for you here, baby. You know? But apparently, <laughs> I think that same dude was spotted at, like, a game with Tommy. She used to be on, like, Love and Hip Hop or whatever. And she's kind of fine. And so, uh, the next thing okay. you know, they're both at the Falcons game seeming to enjoy each other's company. So, Again, you know, we spoke a little bit about their demise, but maybe love is rekindling. And I will say this, you know, when you think about the holiday season, ladies, be careful. You know, it is the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Like, like right now, there are people, it's getting cold outside. <laughs> there are people that were in relationships oh, that looked around and they're not in a relationship and they're going to want something warm to cuddle up with for the, for the Christmas season, let alone gifts, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. season. So exactly. So I'm not surprised if people are coming together for the holidays, but as soon as January 2nd and 3rd rolls around. And (laughs) definitely before Valentine's Day. Right. Thank you. No later than February 1st. (laughs) Be like, deuces. We back out. You don't want to make it seem like, damn, he broke up with me on the 12th. That's fucked up. You got to have some clearance on that. So yeah. But go ahead, SNL. What else? You want to go back to what else that we did in in season one? So one of the conversations that we had, which was one that I hated, and that was the body count conversation. Mm. And um, and as much as... Ah, okay. So anyways, in my quest to get more information on the body count and become more uh, aware, um, it turns out that same study that talked about women and the ramifications for having high body counts actually apply to men too. It said that the men tend to have the exact same outcomes, but to a slightly lesser degree than the women. And so I find it fascinating, but not surprising that that part of the study was not put out there as widely as the women portion of the study. I'm going to assume because it was only a, it was a slight difference versus the fact that it's people willingly being obtuse to the study itself and using it for their own benefits, similar to statistics. But anyways, so I just wanted to put that out there as well, that they have the same outcomes. Oh my God. Hold on, hold on, time out, time out. So let's let's dive into that. So, because can you remind us and the audience, I guess, what you said the same outcome? What was, I guess, the point of of what you're saying? <laughs> I'm oh, trying to so really understand. In the conversation, see, see, you said we got to go back to season yeah, one. Yeah, so you got to give people, you got to give people some, right, right. some color. Sound like they're so, on the same episode. So yeah. some of the body count conversation, people's like, oh, women with high body count, they cannot connect theirs, um, with their partner, right, as far as marriage and marriage relationships and so forth, because they have a high body count. And so they're less likely to get married, less likely to be faithful. They're more likely, of course, that means to cheat and so forth. And they were saying that, but this same study said that men have the same outcomes for the exact same reason, um, just not to the same degree as the the women themselves, right? And it said that, so while people were focusing on the women, the men outcomes were the exact same. So now some of the people was like, well, basically- What um, these people? 
I'm sorry. Was was that a conversation oh, that no, we were having? No, in oh. the chats on on Twitter. Oh, on gotcha. Twitter okay, after the fact. Okay. When okay. they were explaining like why this, why we don't want women with high body counts and so forth, and a lot of it was like, oh, they can't bond, and it's like, well, actually, men with very high body counts supposedly can't bond either. And then, um, and then there was other ones. What? Now, I will say this. I will say this. The body count conversation I end up having later on with multiple other people <laughs> and also reading because I do read all the comments and um, I did see the value. And Jay, I believe you helped bring me around to the value of the body count as well for those who value the body count. Right. Like with like, so to speak. And so but I just found it mm-hmm. fascinating that the same studies that were used to basically justify why women shouldn't have high body counts. Um, the neglected piece was there was a neglected piece pertaining to men. And so, but anyways, that was one. And, um, not the same. <laughs> men and women are not, not the same. same. So I don't understand right. why I'm trying right. to. They're no, I agree. Right. no right. I'm saying, I agree that men and women are not the same, but I'm saying that the outcomes that uh, many people use to justify it were the, uh, were the same outcomes though. I think it's bullshit. I think that's bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. they were wrong. You know what? Like, like when you say, like, for example, when you say outcomes, right, if we're talking about marriage or relationships or whatever, right, it's very difficult for me to figure out how they would draw the conclusion that based off of body counts, that's why they weren't getting married. Like, I, I think you can try to draw like, oh my God, they're not able to pair bond and all the little fancy words that mm-hmm. these young people like well, using what or whatever, right? But even if, I think it's just difficult to draw a straight correlation or whatever because of your body count, that outcome conversation. That's ridiculous to me. Now, I will just say, though, that if I am the man and I'm the one that's supposed to ask you to marry me and I carry more responsibility, then who gives a fuck about what some study says? If I don't want to marry your mm. whole ass, then I'm just not going to marry, marry you. Not marry your whole ass. Not married. Um, in fact, in fact, in fact, in fact, shout out to Keisha Chavis, who was doing an incredible job of of just giving guys reasons to say, hmm, if I, maybe I should have married her whole ass, right? This is as far as how she's purporting herself. And other women like her, right? <laughs> Y'all aren't the pickers. Y'all are the product. You know what I'm saying? If you want us to from the lot, you better have the Lord. lowest knowledge and the most features. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or... That applies for people like Nick, where the body count matters. For those where it doesn't matter, I think then right. just come move in the you, same circle. Just come fully loaded. You know what you know what you know what you, know you fail to realize as to them with the body count conversation is that you know when a company decides to give you credit or not, it's based off of your past experiences. We understand that, right? Are, are you credit worthy? Do you know having bad credit, meaning bad history, is going to cost you more money in the long run? You're less likely to get the things that you want at the price that you want them because you have poor the credit. credit score. Not you know the what I'm saying? Credit. So I don't understand how, like, y'all don't understand, like, because to be honest. The only way that we would know about your body count was because you mismanaged your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really know people are broke until you pull up to their crib and all their shit is out front. You're like, oh shit, what happened to them? Right? Like, this shit got so or bad. The men ass. Or the men ass. <laughs> Had to show up to the crib and, and yeah. put yourself out. You notice on the door. I you know think I understand where you're going here. You're saying if yeah. you're so bad with managing your business, the people have your business out in the street, then that's why people your body count will come up you. like that 
Thank got you. you. Or men just asking general. And you see how the whole put the shit out on the street. You see the analogy. I got it. How you the shit that, out. that was great. <laughs> so I agree about putting your business on the street like that. But from the conversation, it turns out that some men were actually asking that question because it was a valid question to them in the circle in which they move. And so even if the person didn't put that business out on the street, there were some men who wanted to ask that question and know the answer to it. Yeah, but anyway. And, and that still her answer. To, yeah, go ahead. Jay. Right, go ahead. I was going to say her answer is a perfectly good number that cannot be verified unless she's a hoe and everybody knows her business because it's out in the street. That's all. Go ahead. No, or she moves to a new town. What did you call it, Nate? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Hole, the, the, the hole protection program. There it is. Protection <laughs> <laughs> you got with HPP. Yeah, you know, me. you know what I mean. Damn shame. But, I, that's all I'm going to say. That's a damn shame. I just want all I want to do is clarify that that same study <laughs> that people use. They said men had similar outcomes. Now, how that translates into real life? We already know how that translates into real life, right? So a study doesn't mean shit for the most part in nowadays world unless they want to use it to justify something. So, If you run a train on a whole oh, protection program, is that an underground railroad? <sighs> oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm done. Oh, yes. my goodness. That was, was a stretchy stretch. <laughs> but I'd be, I'd be a pimp. <laughs> um, That's not right. This plane once again. Last thing I would say on this topic. Um, I just think every people just have to be mindful that their past can affect their present and their future. Just make mm-hmm. better choices and decisions. I agree. Um, having like multiple kids or multiple niggas is another way that you just can't help but to put your shit out there in the front street to a certain extent, right? And 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 okay, so I want to also update another story real quick too, right? Moving it along because this was one of the last uh, the last episode that we did about the Diddy conversation. And I don't know that I adequately. Um, satisfied this whole R. Kelly thing that you brought up SNL, right? Because I thought that was interesting because I had time to reflect as I was watching the show. Um, There are, like, we're in it, like, people just, my whole, my whole point on that was people have to be more responsible for their choices. And I just kind of feel like we give people way too many outs to not be responsible for their choices. You get what I'm saying? Like, forget assault of any kind. For example, if a woman goes out there and she sleeps with whoever and has four kids by four different niggas, right? Like, on paper, you might be like, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. There was no crime here. But what that says to me is, is that did she protect herself? Did she protect her interest? Did she know these guys well enough? Did she vet them? Is she conscious of the responsibility she's going to have to raise those children on her own, right? We're not talking about any crime, right? We're talking about a woman who has made a decision to lay down with a man to have sex. And it is okay to encourage women to say, sis, you don't got to live like that. There's birth control. You know what I'm saying? There are things you can do to mitigate. You know how much sex I've had and had no kids from it? Right. So apparently you're moving no, in a way that you're opening yourself. I mean, I, I would have been like, I mean, I would have more kids than a cannon if I was moving recklessly like that. You know what I'm saying? But more but kids when, than when, a cannon. That's a bar. You, you know what I'm saying? But like every a majority of times when I was going to go there with a woman that I didn't have any future for, no thoughts for, no, no feelings for, I strapped the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to mm-hmm. catch no disease and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I just mm-hmm. think that like we make too many excuses for people and their bad 
fucking decisions. And I stand mm. on that, especially grown people. And the other thing I wanted to mention about that story too, right? And we can, you know, we can talk about it if y'all want to or not. And I think I might've mentioned this before too. How a person looks affects whether we believe them, right? Like how a person presents affects or our perceptions of them may affect whether or not we believe them. If Carisha would have came out with some of the same shit that Cassie said, I don't know if the public believes her that same way, right? In part because of her image, right? In part of if you live in that Meg Thee Stallion city girl image and now you're going to come back and be like, oh, this nigga did what? Bitch, you was putting that shit out there in the first fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Like people are going to perceive you differently than somebody who looks a certain type of way, presents a certain type of way, right? And I don't think we understand how how impactful that is. That was the other uh, other piece of it too, because had it been anybody else, I've seen this post where for a long time, we believe that Cassie finally moved on because Diddy didn't want to marry her ass. That was like the caption on the story and it showed like a story from people, um, I want to say about six or seven years ago or something like that. Well, he finally married her. Maybe Diddy's not the marrying kind. And this entire time, you're telling us now that it wasn't that she was waiting for a ring this whole time. <laughs> she was... <laughs> You know, waiting to excel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> some, of the, some of the math and what we are fed from the public perspective just don't be adding up here. <laughs> so I just wanted to mention that real quick, man. But I didn't like that fair you enough, compared it to because I didn't like that you compared it to um, SM. I'm going to say this last thing because when we're talking about R. Kelly, let's be clear. Primarily, we're talking about underage, right? So that's number one, and there's no correlation there. I mean, to mm-hmm. to to you know, we're talking about Cassie, who was a, a old enough woman; she could have joined the military. She was of nineteen years age, nineteen years of age, and so somehow, anytime we have these conversations about SA or DV or whatever, we conflate all this different shit, and it's not the same, right? There's a difference between when there is an underage scenario with a person who is not able to make consent. There's a difference between an adult who was saying certain things. And so I didn't really like the correlation with R. Kelly because it's indefensible for a child who is not legally capable to make certain decisions on their own. Whereas I do think there is a conversation to be had about women who purposefully put themselves in situations because they're getting something out of it and then want to come back later on and make claims that have yet to have been substantiated because anybody can go and make a lawsuit claim. And so any man who is speaking up to say, hey, wait a minute, I don't know, got some questions, but there is some responsibility where you get something out of it, et cetera, et cetera. Now all of a sudden I'm being lumped in or my car argument is being lumped in with R. Kelly. <laughs> and, and that's not the case. And so I just wanted to mention that from this past season as well. So it's interesting that you should, because I, I wanted to bring an update as well to this particular. So there's two parts. The first one is that Cassidy actually compared to P. Diddy's situation to Art Kelly as well, by the way. Cassie. Cassie, Cass- by the way. No, Cassie. no not, not Cassie, not the female. Cassidy is a, a Cassidy who, the rapper? rapper. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. Because he's a, because he's a, because he's, you know, he's a, a, a expert on the shots <laughs> fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now she said Cassidy said it. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, no, no, this is no, right. This is not Cassidy was wrong with R. Kelly. No, no, no. no this, is, no, this is what I'm going to say. And I found it fascinating what his counter argument was to it. His counter argument okay. was, and I'm not, and to be honest, I want to make sure I'm very clear. I am not saying what you're saying is, is the R. Kelly defense. At the time, I was like, wait, this sounds suspect. <laughs> However, you clarified it kind of then, and you especially clarified now. And so but I know. But hold on, but hold on, but hold on. But do you, so, do you do understand how? Yes. Okay. 
Okay. And so, but so with that being said, so Cassidy recently did an interview about the P. Diddy situation and he threw out the R. Kelly defense, a different version of it, though, where his version was like, hey, yeah, what R. Kelly did was messed up. Yeah, what P. Diddy did may have been or allegedly did was messed up. But there are so more, so many more people that's worse than R. Kelly or worse than P. Diddy and those people. So we need to treat everybody the same. If we're going to cancel somebody for doing this action or doing these deeds for this, then we need to cancel everybody. And that's the case. We're going to doubt the entire entertainment industry will be canceled. I found it so entertaining that Cassidy... <coughs> I want to say has been again, but I can't even say that because you know what? At least he, at least he was. And so, um, came out with this defense of P Diddy to say that, Hey, P Diddy should not be canceled. Just like R Kelly should have never been canceled because there are so many other people who could have been canceled who did so much worse than these people. And so I found that fascinating. So that's one. The second thing was that Cassie, um, in her court, I was going to look it up as a matter of fact, because it was they actually released the actual court document for some of it. And um, in it, she actually said that for the first year, um, she avoided P. Diddy. And it wasn't until he told her that unless um, allegedly, let me make sure I say allegedly, it wasn't until allegedly he claimed that she won't her record will never see the light of day. Did she even meet him for dinner? Because she had heard about him and was trying to avoid him, allegedly. So, um, and and then she basically felt forced to enter this contract for to do so her record could get see the light of day. Now, if now I will say this, all this is allegedly, and although she provided names and so forth who could supposedly corroborate this information, it was just that a lot of people assumed that. She entered a contract, and I, I'm going to say that she probably did enter the 500,000 K contract. And you said a month, right, Jay? It was a month or a year. It was a month. It was what he was saying, and then he negotiated it down to 250. I was like, that is a Jay. If you're talking, you are straight on mute. By the way, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I had like a sneeze earlier, and it's whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, 500 K a month, uh, allegedly, at least for like a, a year or so, maybe two, and then uh, it. You know, went down like two two hundred and fifty thousand a month, but you know, but, still a lot. But hold on, go ahead, S and M. Because so you said the first thing was the Cassidy part. Go ahead. Yeah, so that portion of it was like, wow, you entered this contract knowing, fully knowing that he was that you considered him dangerous, allegedly, fully knowing that he held certain information allegedly hostage, i.e., your records hostage, and you still entered this contract versus trying to find a way out of this contract or before you even enter the contract to find a way out of whatever you need to find out. So I do agree that she does have some accountability on her part for that. And so, but yes, yeah, so I just wanted to provide those two things, those two things, the Cassidy conversation, which just happened, oh. I guess, yesterday, and then the release her of the document itself, parts of the document being released for people to go and check it out themselves. So I say, go read it if you're really curious about it. And at the end of the day, though, she was 19. She does have some culpability in this. And while abuse is never condoned. <laughs> And definitely, definitely not condoned, you know, at some point, when do you raise the alarm? When do you say like, no means no, or whatever the case may be. So. So real quick, yeah, I want to distance myself completely from whatever that Cassidy thing was. I don't know how this should correlate it. Could you said it was like another version of the R. Kelly defense, right? So just like, I just want to take this time out to completely distance myself from that Cassidy argument. 
um, because it's ridiculous. Um, there's different mm. levels of murder, for example. So it's like, well, everybody, no, that's fucking retarded. Sorry, I don't give a fuck who said it. No disrespect to Cassie as a person. That's ignorant. Um, it's not the same thing. And that's number one. Number two, I'm not really trying to litigate the case, right? Because anybody can go and make any fucking claims. I think we got to be real careful mm-hmm. in terms of like just co-signing some shit with very little evidence. There really is no benefit to me coming on here aside from virtue signaling, right? Or whatever to make it seem like I'm a certain guy to like, oh my God, Puffy's horrible. Da, 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 da. I don't know what the fuck happened, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm not yeah. on the jury. I'm not the judge. Not all true. I know is, all I know is, and this is what happens a lot of times, people make claims in the public, which when you talk about DV, R word, whether it's proven or not, it's damaging off rip. Right. And and, sure. and unfortunately, my disposition as a black man is just to be mindful that oftentimes shit is thrown at us that stick, even if we are later to be proved innocent of said charges. There was a young lady who had blamed Chris Brown or claimed that he tried something on her. Mm-hmm. And obviously, because of Chris Brown's history, he's susceptible to those claims. And God bless him that he had text messages and and things of that nature to to, to later prove that, you know, of, of his innocence, right? So mm-hmm. when people make these claims, and again, I do think that because Cassie is a fair-skinned, cute girl that we've seen to be modeled a certain type of way in the public, that we're more likely to believe her. But that doesn't mean that girls who look like her can't still be manipulative, can't still move through the world and take advantage of what it is they take advantage of. So I don't have to like say Cassie is lying. I don't have to cape for Diddy. What I can say is simply that it was allegations that were made. And yes, they settled and people can assume why they settled. But there is, to my knowledge, any proof that people have seen before people just took the shit and ran with it. You get what I'm saying? And I think, you know, when you know, you have stories like people getting lynched for hearsay, you know, from the history of what this country is about, particularly as it relates to black men. I'm always going to just pause for a second. And I do the same shit for most people. I try to be fair. Even when we talked about that police story um, with old boy who had um, got choked in in the back of the of the car. Right. And the, the police officer had gotten um by the way, I believe he just got his job back and also about 200K in back pay. The police officer who I think was found um, not guilty in the um, Elijah McClain story. I thought I saw that recently, how he had got his job back because we had talked about it. Right. And my position on that was, was the nuance that when you talk about ascribing guilt to a certain situation, we want to just blanketly say, oh, everybody did the same exact thing. No, no, that's not true. Everybody did not do the exact same thing. The position of power was not the same for every participant. So I am always going to err on the gray as opposed to feeling the need to like automatically go black and white. That's just my disposition. Um, And I just think that, you know, there are other things at play. We, we've had way too many conversations about uh, colorism, for example, and the pretty privileged conversation, for example, on Clubhouse to not feel like these things can come into play even now. You dig what I'm saying? Which is why I said that had it been Little Kim, for example, who came out with these um, allegations, you know, had it been anybody else who looked differently, I, don't, I, I guess I wonder whether or not the public would have been so quick to believe her. 
Mm, interesting. Did you guys see, not to change the subject, let, um, Jay, you have something. Um, okay, did you guys see the guy? I forgot his name. I don't know why I forgot, but the rapper who bodyguards punched out this guy who came to ask for his picture. I think it was like, um, was it something, Nick something? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, I got bodyguards, of- I'm doing well. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I got to think of what his name was, but it, he made news because he actually apologized because the person who he punched out was this white teen boy, right? Who came, I know, I know, right? It's posted on the Black Lives Chatter Twitter. So if you so happen to be on Twitter today, go check that story out. He immediately came back out and apologized, extended his heartfelt um forgiveness like request for forgiveness for his crew for doing what they did to this guy they knocked him out with one punch and then the little short dude he decided to follow up with some more punches and it was it was bad all the way around and so uh but yes so if you have opportunity go check out the black lives (laughs) the blc pod twitter page (laughs) get the story meanwhile please like follow subscribe on all our platforms and share matter of fact so I'm so glad you said that about recent stories, right? Because have you guys heard about the the white uh, basketball player from Oklahoma uh, City Thunder? He, I guess, apparently there was a picture of him post coitus with a young lady that seemed to have been underaged. He's a current NBA player. I believe he's like, you know, 22, 23 or something like that. But apparently the young lady that he was with, she had posted some pictures on the Internet. And, you know, there's questions as to whether or not she was of age, right? And the backlash really came from prominent athletes uh, and and people, I guess, pundits, Kwame Brown, who used to play in the NBA. Um, I forgot the the wide receiver's name from Dallas, but he was saying, like, why isn't this white guy getting as much attention for supposedly potentially having sex with the underage girl? And so all the noise was just bubbling up to the point that their ire was against Malika Andrews, who is the host of NBA's uh, flagship show on ESPN. And she made comments about Ime Udoka when there was conversations about the former Celtics coach when, um, you know, he supposedly was having a tryst and that news got out and he eventually ultimately ended up leaving. But she had something to say about that. She's had something to say about other brothers who have been through similar situations. But when he came to the white dude, there hasn't been much commentary on that. So I don't know if you guys heard the story, heard about that. But again, in light of the accusations that were made recently at the end of the whole New York thing, Puffy had additional charges, apparently him and, and Aaron Hall supposedly tag team. There was a litany of people from Axel Rose that was mentioned, Jamie Foxx, et cetera, et cetera. So my point is, is that do you think that how black men are treated in the news as it relates to these types of things is different that when white males are being accused of this type of news, and if you do agree so or don't agree, why? At the risk of being the conspiracy theorist on the panel, uh, yo, um, we are, from the movies to music to everything that is expressed through the medium of mass communication and production, Black people are, are like, uh, are, are uh, depicted in a negative light, like in a ratio of three to like one for negative to positive. Um, 
I think there's a narrative that started shortly after uh, the abolition of slavery and during Jim Crow, Jim Crow times when uh, the prison system was newly established and they needed a reason to arrest a lot of black people. There was this narrative, the what's that movie, Birth of a Nation or whatever. There's this idea that uh, our media has often been predisposed to paint us in a negative light so that uh, the citizenry is afraid of us, right? The fear of a black hat, so to speak. Um, so I think this just plays into it. I think everybody's got a lobbyist, but black people, everybody's got somebody that they're a member and they belong to their group. And that group goes, listen, this person, you know, there's extenuating circumstances. We don't really have a a group or we're not a group that has this sort of uh, political power that can, um, and nor should we even want to be a group that is so powerful that we can hide atrocities right under our nose. Um, I don't know. I I think it's just easier to target black people. I think that the public is more likely to believe it because of what they see and hear uh, through their media. And it's just, it's a slam dunk for them. Um, Every story needs a bad guy. And unfortunately in Western culture, the bad guy is usually the black guy. No, not in real life, but you know, no, that ahead. is not a conspiracy. That is not a conspiracy. Those are all facts Thank you. <laughs> um, all from facts. the birth of the nation and the need to basically paint the um, this, basically we're talking about stereotypes against black men um, in particular. Um, and so that that is not a conspiracy because it is a fact that we are painted in a negative light, particularly black men. Um, the stereotype being the brute, the savage, mm-hmm. the rapist, you know, as a matter of fact, most of the laws were predicated on the 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 fear that the black man was going to deflower a certain person. And so and so that's True. why when it comes, that's why there are so many lynchings that was like Nick mentioned earlier, because somebody said, oh, I was raped by a black man and whole towns burned, you know. Mm-hmm. And so Probably. and if we bring it to today, we have the modern day lynching through through media. And it's obvious based on the fact that we have so many um, <laughs> crimes in general. Uh, <laughs> black people do not perform the majority of crimes, but you can tell that because based on the way media portrays black people in general, particularly black men. And so to answer Nick's question, yes, it's a difference. Let's think about the swimmer who raped the unconscious girl behind the dumpster and got only six months and locked up and the judge said he didn't want to give and then he didn't get out in three months by the way because Mm. he didn't want him to suffer for something that lasted two minutes or something like that and it's like wait she was unconscious and amongst other things but the point is yes um think about with mike tyson (laughs) think about going way back then right and think Mm. about (laughs) um the kobe bryant case right where the lady admitted that she wanted sex always, but apparently vaginal, allegedly. And so um, so it was like the um, black men in general are always portrayed differently. The fact that no one's raising alarms about this guy in the, the Thunders. Matter of fact, they actually compared it to Kyrie at one point saying, hey, Kyrie Irving got more flack for posting a link to a movie that he didn't make than this guy's getting for potentially having this underage girl. So, yes, it is 100% a disparate treatment. Now, I'll be honest, because so I I feel like I'm not mad that he, that that situation is being treated necessarily the way that it is. Um, 
because if people need to do more research and more due diligence mm-hmm. to before they can speak on a story, I think that's the way it's supposed to go. So I don't want to okay. make it seem like I'm taking away from somebody else getting the benefit of how things are supposed to go. However, we don't get that benefit and that's when it becomes problematic, right? I think the concern that people had towards the Malikas and the Stephen A. Smiths, for example, was that in some cases, they don't wait for the adjudication of the case. In some cases, they don't wait for it to play out. It is a lot easier for them to vilify us from the very onset. And then we then have to try to climb out of that cavalcade of judgment, you know, and then by the time bling, it pops out and, hey, maybe this wasn't the case, there's too much dirt on our names for us to really make a difference. So I'm saying that I'm not mad that necessarily they're treating this this kid like this because there probably are mitigating circumstances. And again, it goes back to what I said before. What was the age difference? What's the law specifically in that particular state? You know what I'm saying? Um, because if there was no law broken, what are we talking about here, right? It may be a, right. it's a certain type of way, right? But we just got to be mindful. But I brought up that case because again, and, and the funny thing is the people that were getting the hate look like us, right? Malika Andrews is, is half black at the very least. Stephen A. Smith is also black. So what was happening was is that black people were saying, hey, you, y'all ain't talking about this, but y'all ain't have no problem talking about that. And I guess this idea that we have no problem even going in on ourselves while also simultaneously being able to give grace or to have uh, some type of patience when it comes to other people. So these are Granted, they both work for ESPN. Who knows what the politics are behind it, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, Maybe good point. Need some more information, right? So it's not like they're like their own independent platform. But Stephen A. Smith does have his own independent platform that he's been pushing for a long time, especially now that it's on, on YouTube. So he could be within his rights to talk about it. And I think they finally actually said something, which is what was interesting to me, because after the, the, feed, the feedback and the mailstorm, Malachi Andrews gave a few minutes real quick on the story, said, hey, we're going to watch and pay more attention. But this one guy who had his um, shout out to Dreamers Pro, I think is the name of his podcast. He played a clip of when Malika came on Stephen A's first take and she didn't have that same grace and that patience for Ime Udoka and what happened. Right. And to the point that she almost tried to even check Stephen A about his opinion when he was basically saying that the way that they did him was not fair. Right. It wasn't consistent with how they treat inner office relationships. Like, in other words, in the NBA, people are fucking. Head coaches, people are having relations within organizations. In many workplaces, people are relating with each other, right? But for as long as this happens in the league, this was the first time Ime Udoka was publicly played out like he was. And there was rumors that maybe the woman that was like he slept with was like a higher up, closer to like ownership. So, you know, messing with the mask, you know, I'm not even trying to go there, but maybe that plays a role in it. But at the same time, like he was put out there publicly shamed, you know, for what having consensual sex with a coworker. And that just doesn't typically happen. It just so happened mm-hmm. to happen to a brother. You dig what I'm saying? So that was why I brought that up. Go ahead, Jay. Was she the so I don't I'm not really that familiar with the story. So you are you saying to your understanding the woman he had sex with sexual relationship with was in like the ball team's leadership? Yeah, I think she saying? was like my executive. I think she it, was the wife of an executive. I, I think oh, she also wife. worked there. I think she yeah. also worked there though. She was a wife yeah. and a co-worker within the Celtics organization. And I want to say that she might have been married to somebody who was, you know, not 
some junior dude. He might have been like VP of finance or something, you know, something mm-hmm. silly like mm-hmm. that, right? Now, granted, mm-hmm. there's a lot of reasons where that's problematic. Um, a lot of reasons. Um, a lot of reasons. But at the same time, when you talk about how things are dealt with in public perception, um, the benefit of the doubt, at least some modicum of privacy, you know, being able to, you know, deal with things behind closed doors, he wasn't really afforded that in ways that countless others have. I, I'm reminded of the fact that our own past president, Donald Trump, is on tape telling someone he grabbed them in the pussy and he moved them like a bitch. And that was locker room talk, right? Meanwhile, we're on this whole witch hunt for, you know, DV and SA, and we should be. But I, again, I point to the disparity, like uh, the uh, the... American sense of justice is as lopsided as our justice system. So we got to work on that. So this is the way I view it. Like I said, I already said it was, I felt it's disparate. I understand the point of view that the way that this guy is being treated is how everybody should be treated. But it, to me, it kind of, it's kind of like when we have um, unarmed black men, women, and children being shot immediately, right? Or beaten immediately. But then there seems to be lots of patience shown when there's a armed white person, you know? Mm. And then it becomes, okay, well, that's the type of training we need to see. That's the type of patience they need to have. And, and I say, and we all agree with that. Like, that's what we want to see how our black, how black people and even brown are treated. We want to see that same type of treatment. We want to see that same type of patience. And so I understand that perspective. And, but the disparate treatment continues to exist simply because of the racial divide. <clears throat> Not to say this to, to close out at least this part of the conversation, because it's a little weighty for a random Wednesday. Um, <laughs> but we talk about some of the stuff that we talked about on the show. And I guess, uh, some of these topics are weighty. I mean, I just want to make it clear that like, you know, um, we don't condone. I'm sure nobody here condones. And I just want to make it sh- clear that I don't condone or cosign DB or, or SA. No. I think one of these days, yeah. When, and one of these days we probably need to have a conversation about why we can't even say these words anymore. I think that's problematic in and of itself. It's like we're trying to soften something that is horrific in the first place. And I think anybody who is engaging in that type of behavior should be, you know, prosecuted to the fullest extent. I think there should be some repercussions for them. It feels a little different when it feels monetary to a certain extent. I think sometimes because of statute of limitation laws, people rob themselves or get robbed of being able to seek justice in a way that a criminal act should be sought. Um, I do get that compensation can be a means for people to try to find justice when there are no other routes. But at the same time, you know, that person is still out there doing what you're accusing them of. And so um, being able to uh, speak up and, and and do whatever you can to to try to stop that person from continuing forward, I think um, is something that we pray that people have the strength to do. But I just want to make it clear that we're not really that's not even um no. A, uh, a question for us. But I do also want to say that in those situations, it's very difficult to prove, which I do understand why women don't speak up. But at the same time, there's a reason why it's difficult to prove, right? Because the nature of like we as human beings, we come together and we fuck, yo. That's how we procreate and keep the shit going. Um, and in that language between men and women, sometimes shit kind of gets confused or there's just a lot of layers to it. Then you add more time to it. It just becomes a very difficult situation, I think, to prosecute in the court of public opinion. And I would just hope that people would have at least enough respect for that and then the people involved 
to at least try to abstain from rushing to judgment and drawing conclusions for the sake of of whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's it's way too mm. important. If, yeah. if we if we hold it in that regard a certain type of way in terms of how horrific it is or how much we respect it or whatever, I think that we would treat it accordingly. And I don't know that we do that when these topics come up. <clears throat> so although right, I know that we're... Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to just say something interesting and we can move on because it's not in the U.S., but Nigeria actually passed a law where they're castrating rapists. And if the rapists end up um, being a child rapist, they're actually seeking the death penalty for them. And so I found that. um, So just going to throw that out there, not saying that's what we want on this podcast, but this was something that was just um, was published today. And I find that since we went on this topic a little bit, that this just so have to be published today, but I'm um, sorry about that, Jay. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm a pivot way away from that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, speaking of something that is not technically up for debate, did you guys know that a lot of the major uh, department stores basically tried to fake Black Friday? Have you seen the things where, like, uh, I'll, I'll name some names. It was like there was somebody showed a video. They were like in Target. Somebody else showed a video. They were like in Walmart. And they pulled back. First of all, the, the stores are pretty much really empty, right? But they pulled back the, the Black Friday price and the regular price was the same price. So there was no sale. It was just Black Friday stuck on everything like, oh, you're getting a deal and you're really not because you're getting the same thing you got if you bought it yesterday or if you buy it tomorrow. And that made me kind of wonder, right? Like, uh, what happened to Black Friday? Did it go cyber? Are people just giving up on that? Is the economy so bad that, you know, we're just telling people anything? Maybe it's not a point for anybody else, but I'm trying to count my coins. You know what I'm talking about? And so I don't like being lied to telling me it's a sale. and It's not really a sale. I mean, I'm used to people marking stuff up so they can discount it later. But just giving me the same price and telling me it's a sale is a bit disingenuous. That's my feelings. So I don't know how that relates to black people, but it was Black Friday. Nah, maybe no connection. Anyway, like I, so I, I mean, this thing just kind of... <laughs> falls into the consumerism that we as black people yeah. no doubt mm-hmm. sign up for it, right? And how we fall for the the marketing, right? So I think that is worthy of the conversation. Um, to answer your question though, Jay, I think there's a lot of different things at play. I mean, I've I've seen those things, but there are reels on Black Friday, right? I get that you know that he pulled the stick back again. Like I'm I'm very skeptical about all things I see on the internet altogether, right? I can mm-hmm. only go by what I know, right? And these past few days, like we talked about a little bit earlier, I've been shopping for shit and I see the deals. I know how to find deals online. We have all those tools in front of us, right? So I think not to mention like the Black Friday deals are getting earlier and earlier, right? So before the internet, people had to literally show up. I remember when we first moved to Atlanta around 2007, we went to Circuit City for Black Friday sales, like four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. This was before, I mean, I think the internet was definitely popping, but people were not buying on the internet like they are today, right? So it's one of those things mm-hmm. where you can get it like live in a real person. So we clearly have more competitors, more retailers, more people selling those products. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Prime Day, they're coming up with different days for different sales. You know, Black Friday deals started even before Thanksgiving in some cases, right? It's still continuing now after Black Friday, even though technically we're in Cyber Monday. So, I mean, it's still it's still going on. I just think that people are finding their products in different ways now, and it just is not as in-person as it was anymore. But it's funny that you brought this up because I think I'd, I'd read 
on CNBC that they that consumers spent a record $9 billion on this past Black Friday, right? So when I hear stories about people talking about they went into the stores and not seeing as many people, well, that's probably because people have some of that stuff mailed to them, so they don't have to go to the store mm-hmm. to pick it up. Um, yeah. I did go into Best Buy on Black Friday. I did give me a couple of things. It was a busy up in there. I ain't going to hold you. It was in terms of the checkout line. But luckily for me, everything that I needed, I was able to get from other areas. So I just think that, yes, some people are just using Black Friday as a marketing tool. So and it really mm-hmm. isn't that much of a sales. But I would, I'd, be, I'd venture to say a majority of people participating, especially from the larger retailers, the legit ones, the best buys of the world, the, the Walmarts or whoever, those are real deals. You know what I'm saying? If you're going well, to some online, of these other they're places, online. You know, yeah. yeah, but I not mean, no, but even like in, no brick and mortar too. Like if you go into Best Buy, like you you'll get some real deals. Like the real listen, I'm not to divulge my personal business, but I literally work for a consumer electronic brand, and so I see how pricing changes. And the truth is, pricing changes throughout the entire year, right? But mm-hmm. because of the fourth quarter, there's that drive where most retailers get a majority of their revenue is from the fourth quarter, which is why mm-hmm. this time of year is the most important. Not to mention, coincidentally, the some of the products that are on sale are like the ones that are at end of life, meaning that the company is coming out with the newer models sooner rather than later, so they can afford to discount it. Right when you when Jordans come out or anything comes out at full retail price, initially yes, it's full retail price. After it sits for a while, it's going to go down. Companies choose to have sales for various reasons, sometimes to meet their quarterly financials. Right, so when they report their quarterly on earnings on on Wall Street, they can say, okay, yes, why? So what they did was they jerry rigged the sale. Right, so there's all these different levers and these tools that retailers use in order to present their financial strength when it comes to like the Wall Street side of it, but there are legitimate sales from legitimate retailers and now that you have the technology of the internet there is no reason why people can't get the best deals out there whatever product you're looking for just type that bitch into the google thingamabobber and they would give you a list of places selling that product and then you have to do your due diligence on whether or not the retailer that actually has that product for you is legitimate or not what's the return mm-hmm. policy and so on and so forth but it should be a lot easier for us with the internet not harder yeah so i was waiting yeah, for i saw those clips I saw those clips and I was entertained because I know that usually there's a 40% markup and then they give a 50% off and uh, or somewhere along those lines. And so, but what I found most entertaining was all the clips about, uh, can we get groceries on Black Friday? Can we get our eggs on sale? Can we get our eggs on Black Friday? Which by this way, there's a lawsuit <laughs> because the egg farmers <laughs> companies apparently had all got together to conspire to basically hijack and the cost of eggs, but that's neither here or there. The point was that um, I wasn't, I don't necessarily participate in Black Friday um, unless I, I will participate. I'm more likely to participate in Cyber Monday simply because I prefer to shop online anyways. And you, it's easier to find those best deals online anyways, versus going into the brick and mortar stores. Plus on top of that, people have BO. They don't know how to bathe anymore. They're like, I don't need to bathe. I don't need nothing. I don't need soap. So what my breast stink? And yeah, I'm going to be right next to you. And so I no longer have patience for that. <laughs> uh, apparently, I've developed a highly sensitive, highly sensitivity to funk. And so when I know there's <laughs> going to be a lot of people in one spot, I tend to avoid that. And that's what Black Friday tends to be for me. So you won't see me in the mall. You won't see me in any brick and mortar store. You may see me on Cyber Monday. You may see me begrudgingly going into the grocery store. <laughs> 
but you won't find me out there on Black Friday. Breast stinking and all, huh? That's enough. I hear you, girl. Uh, you're not gonna find me on Black you, Friday. I'll be, I, you ooh, gotta. I'm sorry. I'm do your Black Friday shopping at like one of them perfume stores, like Bath and Body or something. You know what I mean? Where everybody's buying like body oils and like the the little um, fizz foaming things. Like you know what I mean? You got to shop where people are trying to smell good. S and M. You can still get out there, girl. Still do your thing. Yeah, or just, or just brush your teeth. Just brush your teeth. They need to brush their teeth. Or and my other thing is, it's cold. It's cold. So how I smell yeah. you through your coat? It's cold. Why am I smelling you through your attire? Places. Say again. Go to better places. It's giving elitism. It's giving elitism. I'm just giving elitism. What do you mean? What do you mean? I don't even shop at Walmart. Oh, wow, not Goodwill. I would never. Where are you going to smell these people? I'd be outside, and I can't remember the last time I thought to myself, "Oh my god." Oh my so look, God. I'm going to give you an example. So I went to the mall and I went to the mall because I had a product that I want to get from Lush. Now I could have got it online, but Lush have a tendency, the local Lushes, because they're run independently, they have a tendency to give better sales in the store itself to compete with their online. And so I had to force myself to go to the store. And right. while I was walking to Lush inside the mall, I was passing various scents. And I was like, oh, this is fascinating. Let me speed up. And so, and so, I don't mall? know. I mean, what, what, what mall was this? Was it the it mall? Wasn't like the mall. It was area? like the mall that had the Northstones, the the Macy's. Mm. It, it was like one of the one of the flagship malls up quick there. Question, and I was quick like, question. It was quick bad. question. But I think I was well, in the food court area too. Was it raining? So, was it raining? You know. That's messed up. I know where you're going with that, too. <laughs> Look, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. What okay, so let me... <laughs> I All I'm saying is that I just have a tendency, like, so for example, before I did this, I went to the gym. And, you know, gym naturally have BO, right? Folks yeah. apparently naturally have BO in it's the gym. And yeah. so... After, right, exactly. And so my time in the gym is about 45 minutes because that's the longest time I can kind of stand the scent of other people be, oh, and then I'm like, okay, I got to be out. <laughs> but that's a okay. place where I expect body odor. I don't necessarily yeah. expect body odor walking to Lush in a mall that's popular. <laughs> All I'm, I'm saying I, is that's one time. And now, oh my God, everybody's out here smelling like, come on, man. Like that's one time. I'm just saying, I just don't, do, I don't know what happened. I just don't do it anymore. Time. And I haven't done Black Friday in a long time is basically what the point is. Okay, um, exactly. But you're trying to yeah, bet on BO, it. man. That's, it, it, listen, I remember one time. It was right, just when, one time. When I, exactly. It was just one time, right? So I, I was going to the gym in my apartment a couple of years ago. And I ran to the gentleman who must have been from Indian descent. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, it was a small gym. And he walked in the gym and it was like, oh, my God, like, like, and he just kind of walked in oblivious. And I was like, I can't continue to stay in here. But I was in here first. I was getting my work on on. And then I was trying to think, should I say something? I'm not trying to be rude because I think I also realized that maybe he didn't know. Sometimes people don't know. Right. And there are cultural differences. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I was all this was processing. But my nostrils like held to the gnaw. You know what I'm saying? So I decided to tell him politely, hey, sir, I don't know if you know, but you 
offend a little bit, right? A, a lot of bit, you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like, you know, and he took it in good stride. He's like, oh, you know, I didn't, you know, I was like, I tried to explain to him that there was an odor coming from him that was just kind of permeating. And I think he eventually like understood what I was trying to say, but I do understand that there are cultural differences. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's, so, so when you said that, I'm like, okay, I get it. But that was a one-time thing. I'm not feeling like, oh, I'm not going to go back to the gym because uh-uh. this Indian guy smelled <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. I can't do Black Friday. There's too many people out. I get the heebie-jeebies now. So. Okay, that's a, different, that's a different story. If it's because of oh. that, that's a different story. That reminds me, speaking of being around crowds, you know there's like a new mysterious cough going through like New York and like uh, China now, kind of following the, the the you know, dare I say it, C-19 trend, like uh, pets are getting it or whatever. Did you Have you heard about that? Where the dogs are dying unexpectedly. There's yeah. a lot of dogs that are currently dying from a unknown respiratory illness. But the people oh, so are coughing too, right? It's like... Either. It's mm-hmm. like cross. No, they're dogs, man. They don't get that, you know. Yeah, no, they, they just get one life to live. That's it's one life. I thought that's like a safety with <laughs> men and women, right? Men, you know, women got nine lives and shit. Niggas just die once. But go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why women have nine different body counts. Okay, so and uh, uh, dogs. But go ahead, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, so I found it a little alarming because of the timing, right? Um, one, because I think I'm going to New York pretty soon. Uh, two, because um, New York passed this uh, 213 law that says they can pull you out of your house, anybody at any age, right? Uh, if you have a, some sort of any kind of illness that they think is uh, should be quarantined, it's a real law. You can Google it, right? <laughs> they, it, it takes effect within the next six years. And so the timing of like this mysterious new bug and this uh, new law and like the, you know, I'm always looking at politics and world affairs and stuff. And so the World Health Organization signed this treaty with like all the countries of the world that are part of the UN or whatever, with the exception of like US, China and Russia. They're still holding out for negotiations on certain terms. But uh, it basically puts everybody under the World Health, well, world Health Organization for their pandemic management. So like, I just feels really authoritarian, right? I don't know. I was talking, I was listening to somebody, they were like, I got to get out of New York. I know there's a lot of people moving out. I'm not saying people should move out of New York. New York's a very fine place. I hope to go visit again someday soon. Right? <laughs> well, the rats. See, even the rats live well. You see how big they are? New York's a fine place. Yes, they're Great. scary as hell. They like fucking cats. <laughs> the cats run from the rats. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do... Go ahead, Nick. No, no, no. I mean, listen. We didn't live through C-19 the first time. I mean, shit. I just say, man, people be careful. Um, with my, yes. my toddler, you know, a lot of germs are coming this way. Um, but, uh, I, I don't think I'd ever live in New York again, unless I was just like super, super rich. Um, cause New York is already expensive as is without the COVID taxes on there. Um, but no, you bring up a point, man. People be safe out there. You know, it's that time of year. Mm-hmm. People are getting sick. Stuff is going That's around. So, um, COVID still does exist, I guess, different variations. Um, there, you know, I, I don't know if I had COVID. I thought maybe I had a flu this past week because it did kind of remind me of the one time I had COVID. Um, as far as like the body, it was like, uh, uh, you know, body aches and fever and, um, it was more like that, you know what I'm saying? So who knows, but I'm just thankful that I'm feeling better, but y'all be safe out there, man. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. Y'all be safe out there. Uh, speaking of which real quick, it's funny you brought it up because I was watching this, um, Royce, 
she was um Dwight Howard's ex, uh, one of his baby moms or whatever. And she was saying during the pandemic, she was doing an interview with Vlad, and she was saying that during the pandemic, uh, Howard Dwight was having parties where all the pronouns were present. I thought that was hilarious. You know what I'm saying? She was in the guest <laughs> house, and they she said all the pronouns was present because I think the guy was asking that's clever the inclination of, of Dwight. And uh, I think she had made comments before intimating that he might have been to some wild stuff or whatever. But um, I guess she tried to make it seem like she didn't necessarily say he was into this gay shit or whatever. But apparently he was having like uh, a party where all the pronouns were present and they had like all these edibles and stuff. And the kid was in the house and she was really taken aback by that. So I just thought that that was another story that we talked about in terms of apparently Dwight's been out and about and even during the pandemic when everybody was kind of scared and trying to isolate he was bringing over to the he was throwing he was throwing super spreaders yeah exactly thank you thank you i just keep shooting yeah i think all right i think on that note apparently Yes. Well, all That's right. Um, <laughs> so I don't know about y'all, man. I know we said we go to hours and change. It has been fun, and I know we could yeah, probably yeah, talk yeah. forever. But uh, I think moving forward, man, you know, maybe on a weekly basis, we come back and we, we, you know, do a little, you know, pre-pro maybe and figure out what we want to talk about specifically or have some stories yeah. to talk about. But I do like the fact this looks like free form. And um, hopefully we got a chance to, uh, you know, give our peoples a little something, something to hold them down. What are your thoughts before we get up out of here? Um, I got an idea. Uh, you know, those of you who are watching and viewing this now or whatever, and you missed the live, if you, or if you just watch it now and you're on the live, whatever, uh, you can always, like, slide in our DMs, not, not individually, not our personal ones, but the black, the BLC pod one. Yeah. You can slide in there and tell us stuff that you think we should talk about, right? Stuff you think we should chop it up on, give some insight to, whatever. You know, we want, it should be, like, organic, like it is already, but bigger. So uh, definitely stay in touch with us, see what's going on with us, and then, like, put our coattail to whatever you think might be something we might want to, you know what I'm saying, cut our teeth on kind of thing. But like, subscribe, follow, repost, and shit. And comment. Engage. And engage. Yes. Engage us on all our platforms while we may be taking a break from recordings, per se, and live streaming, per se. We are not taking a a break from our engagement, so we will be out in these social media streets. So be sure to follow us on our personal accounts as well, although do not slide into the personal account DMs, as Jake just mentioned. (laughs) But also make sure. Slide at your own risk, own risk. At your own risk. Yeah, my wife but is crazy. follow on all platforms. I like that. Your, your wife is crazy. My wife is crazy. Follow on all platforms and just engage. We're here. We're going to come back. Um, Hopefully better, especially my lighting, apparently. And I'm in the next season. So <laughs> stay tuned. Facts on facts on facts. With that being said, y'all, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all evening for the rest of the week. We'll catch you guys next time. We out of here. Yo. What's up? It's your boy Drizzy Drake, and you are now rocking.